0: just because somebody identifies as a single mom and maybe the census bureau identifies them as a single mom and they file as head of household on their taxes, that doesn't mean that the dads are not involved. And dads today, whether they're married or cohabiting or not cohabiting, they're more involved with their kids than any generation before.
1: Hey, thanks for listening to We're Momming today. If you're listening on a smart speaker or website, make sure to find me, Lauren Simonetti, on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And don't forget to leave me a review. We're momming today with author, divorcee, and mother of two, Emma Johnson. Emma, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me your research i consider radical and refreshing at the same time your argument <laughs> to 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 couples looking to separate or divorce is look don't go in front of that mediator or that judge and say i want full custody especially if you're a woman because you could be hurting yourself how so absolutely
0: well today in 2021 even though there's decades and decades of research that finds that equally shared parenting time for divorced and separated families is really what is best for kids. Kids fare best when they spend equal time with both parents. That's basically indisputable based on the science. We still have this old model where the kids stay primarily with the mom and get weekend visits with the dad or a minority time visit with the dad. And I have a large platform uh, based on my blog, Wealthy Single Mommy. And for the last eight, nine years, I've been interacting with tens, hundreds of thousands of single women, single divorced women, and having my own experience as a single mom with that very schedule. I bought into that too. I assumed I was the primary parent. I was the better parent because I'm the mom. And I kept seeing the same numbers over and again, where the women were saying that the moms that had 50-50 time or had a really great... um, more equal shared parenting arrangement with their kids' fathers. They were doing great in their careers, they were earning more, they seemed more relaxed, they had time to date, exercise, and they seemed to have better co-parenting relationships. And so I wanted to quantify that see if like my hunch or my just anecdotal experiences with other women and my own experience really added up and very recently we published a report based on a survey of 2,300 single moms and we asked them questions about their co-parenting arrangement and their income and their attitudes about being a mom and sure enough the more equality that single moms have in their parenting schedule the more money they earn the How much better money? they feel well, we found that moms that have 50 50 parenting time are more than 300% more likely to earn $100,000.
1: Okay. Now, <laughs> these are my, this is my first, like my gut reaction to what you're saying. Wow, that seems really nice. I'd have more time to myself. I'd make more money. But then I'm like, oh, but I'd feel so guilty. I would feel so guilty not having full custody of my children. I want to see them every every second of every day. How do we change that mentality? Right, and I get that one hundred percent because
0: I absolutely experienced that myself. My kids were babies when I got divorced about 10, 11 years ago, and it was devastating for me to even think about them going overnight with their kids with their father. But well, first of all, I will tell you that the game is long, and now, trust me, I, I join the many single moms who can't wait for a break. And I think this is a very <laughs> timely moment, right? I mean, right? We are we are in a culture that pressures mothers to say things like that, and we do feel that we we love our babies so much especially when they're little and we are so connected to them but there's also so much cultural pressure to to believe that and get all of our fulfillment from our children. But at the same time, we have moms that are fighting tooth and nail to have primary time with our kids and have all this time and control over our children. And we're also screaming for help. And the pandemic only is heightening this. I mean, President Biden just called it a state of emergencies. Mothers are under because we're buckling. But this is t- true in normal times, too. We are doing you know so much of the childcare. We're also the breadwinners in our families. And we're working full time, even if we're not breadwinners, if we're in partnerships. And so this is really speaking to the truth of the matter. And the, the fact is my survey, this is what did surprise me. I was not surprised to find that women with more equality earn more, but I was surprised to hear all of these women, almost 2,300 of them say, we want equality. We want single, we want shared parenting, equally shared parenting. Nine out of 10, 90% of these moms believe that they could be earning more money if they had more involvement from their kid's dad.
1: Okay. And you just transitioned me, Emma, to what I, my second question <laughs> is going to be. You know, that sounds great in like this utopian world where dad is very present and very willing. And it, I think it assumes mom and dad have a cordial relationship. If you were divorcing a man, let's say that you hate, right? And you don't trust for whatever reason. Can you depend on him to, to really pick up the sl- that 50% slack that you're not doing? Well,
0: first of all, your question is very important because it only highlights that as mothers, we believe we have the power to make that decision, that we get to decide whether he's a good enough dad or not to be allowed to have 50 percent rights and responsibility for the kids. And I understand why, because that is our culture. Our culture has set us up to believe that we are the primary parent. And we also set men, I mean, since the time they're born, and there's a lot of data and research to support this, we tell them that they're like the bumbling idiot Homer Simpson characters that like maybe they're nice guys and it's nice if they're around the kids, but they really can't handle it. You know, they put on diapers with the staple gun and they're just like silly doofuses And the reality is if you ask men, they want to be involved. They might not have the confidence because they've been told they're idiots since they're babies, but they do want to be involved and they tie their identity to fatherhood and And the reality is, given the opportunity, men do step up. But we as moms, as much as we we suffer from this and struggle with it, and I still do. I do have uh, 50-50 timeshare with my kids' dad now, and I still struggle through. And I'm this big, loudmouth advocate. I'm testifying in state legislatures and writing books. And I am here to tell you, it's hard. I still struggle to let go of that control. But given the opportunity, men do step up if we step back.
1: And I do agree. So the pandemic just to speak personally, I am married <laughs> successfully or <we're> happily married. <laughs> high five. High five. I, I, think, I think happily is, an, is um, you know, a questionable word in pandemic days. But as you're speaking, like literally, this is just coming into my phone, which I'm not supposed to be using while we podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so my son, my son stepped on a piece too. He stepped on a piece of glass a few weeks ago, which caused this huge infection. And then he got a rash. We don't know from what. He's seen a million doctors. So anyway, he has two doctor's appointments today. The only day I could get. One for a dermatologist, one for the surgeon. And, um... (laughs) So one's at one forty and one's at 3 o'clock. So my husband and I are like, okay, how are we going to do this? Because I didn't ask for off or time off from work and <laughs> neither did he. And we, we just figured out, okay, you, I'm going to do the one forty. My husband's going to do the 3 because I, I have something to do at 4 o'clock for work. But this is like amazing coordination between two people that live together and get along. Like I just can't imagine doing that with someone I didn't want to be around when stuff comes up at the last minute. And I think of my girlfriends who are divorced and the drama stories that they tell me and I'm just saying I'm like wow when all is said and done like how do you how do you actually make this happen that's
0: a really great question i did want to highlight one um, one point about uh the, there's often the pushback's like oh well 50/50 sounds really great if you get along if you're like a Gwyneth Paltrow kind of great progressive evolved couple and that's actually not true i mean at least when we're talking about what's great for the kids uh, even when it's a high conflict situation, even when it's not the parent's choice, when maybe let's say a judge forces them to do 50-50, it is still what is best for the kids. And I'm always deferring to the science. But in terms of we're speaking to moms, When we take the competition out of it, when we like, and I'll, I'll just use myself as a personal anecdote. There were many years when I really was doing the vast majority. I had the kids majority of time. I was the sole breadwinner in the co-parenting relationship. You know, after we're divorced, it was the logistics. It really was all on me. And I was so mad. I was constantly so bitter and angry at my ex because motherhood can be overwhelming when you've got two back-to-back doctor's appointments and one of those with a surgeon. That's really stressful. The day-to-day grind of life as a mom and a single mom is really stressful. And there's a thousand opportunities for you to be so angry because he's not doing his share. But you want know, to know what, it, once we change our culture, and there are pockets of this country where 50-50 is the default, where the majority of separated families do go to 50-50. I'm just telling you from the women that I am interacting with constantly, it is such a different thing. He might drive you absolutely crazy. The sound of his voice is like nails on the chalkboard, <laughs> but it, it diffuses all of that because it's written on a legal document filed in family court where there are consequences that everybody is doing their share.
1: Okay. It hasn't-
0: Yeah, it's not perfect, and he's still going to drive you crazy, and there's still going to be disputes, but the spirit of it is equal opposed to competition and posturing.
1: I have a philosophy on what I call subsidizing his share, but we'll get into that right after this. We're back on We're Momming Today with Emma Johnson, and I was just talking about, you know, we were talking about the sharing of responsibilities. So for women that also work and are equal and or greater breadwinners, right, and because of culture, we take on the added responsibilities of we're the ones really taking care of the kids when all is said and done. I consider that I'm subsidizing my husband's job. I'm subsidizing his ability to go out for happy hour and after work drinks with with coworkers and travel for work because I'm taking on all the other responsibilities, yet I'm ponying up my financial share to the household Mm -hmm. um that's that would have to be and yes dads are doing more these days but i i still think that for working women they're doing double duty for women who don't work you can argue your job is to do all that stuff that the man doesn't have to do but how much have you seen where working women are, are taking those extra responsibilities off their backs
0: Oh, well, when we talk about single moms, I mean, this is I have this I have a philosophy about. I mean, we're talking about a third of kids in this country are being raised by a single parent. The vast majority of them, primarily the moms, and and that is going to change dramatically. This idea of the two parent uh, heterosexual first relation, you know, first marriage couple. That is really the statistical minority, and that's not going away. Uh, Johns Hopkins reports that 64% of millennial moms have a baby outside of marriage. So this is now the majority of families are in some alternate co- configuration outside of that quote-unquote traditional family. Uh, but to your point, uh, and to my point, my philosophy is that single parents I really have this incredible power to move the needle in a very significant way when it comes to gender equality because we can do things according to the courts. Like you might it sounds like you and your husband have this really great thing going but most married moms would say they don't. I mean all these reports keep coming out. The moms feel like they're doing it all and the dads feel like they're doing it all and the moms are like ah uh, ah uh, uh, he's not I'm really doing it. Well how can you legislate inside of a marriage who's going to help with the homework? who's going to do the doctor's work. You can't, you cannot legislate that inside of a marriage, but you can legislate that inside of a separated or divorced family. And I'll give you an incredible example. This was just recently, this mom in a Facebook group, I screenshot this comment with her permission and shared it around. And moms were going bananas over this. So she is pretty recently divorced. They have four kids. And they have 50-50 times. She's super happy with that arrangement, but she was not happy with the fact that she was the one solely that was doing all of the doctor's appointments. And I think at least one of her kids is a high needs kid, um, a special needs kid. So there's a lot of extra appointments and she was taking off all the time to go to the doctor's appointments. And she's like, I work as many hours as he does. We make about the same and I'm doing it all well. This very smart mom in her divorce agreement outlined a financial arrangement where whoever was taking time off to run the kids to doctor's appointments got paid. And they agreed on a sum, I think it was $20 an hour. And now if both parents were equally taking off time for doctor's appointments, no one would have to pay anyone. But initially she was doing it all as usual and ended up sending him a big fat invoice at the end of the year. It's like for 60 hours, 60 hours. And this was a lot of money for this family. Um, And the dad pitched up. It, and he was complaining that he had to pay for parenting time. And it was so unfair, but guess what? He changed his tune and he started to step up, but it took some creative thinking, documenting it in a legally binding document, which no married mom can do. Right. And she had to put a dollar sum on it to make him get it.
1: And okay. it was, it was a, You've blown my mind twice now, A, with that story, but B, telling me that basically two thirds of millennial moms, younger moms are having babies outside of marriage. So I I guess the, the bottom line is that women are doing this solo.
0: They are doing it largely solo now, but this, but that, okay, let's just break this down there. There's a lot of misconceptions about what single mom. So we're like, oh, she's having it outside of marriage. Therefore she's all alone. The dad's not involved. He doesn't care. He knocked her up and hit, you know, skipped town. Now, the majority of those 64% of millennial moms are uh, in relationships. Now, because they're not married, statistically, they're much more likely to end up living separately and being more of a single parent situation. But just because somebody identifies as a single mom, and maybe the Census Bureau identifies them as a single mom, and they file as head of household on their taxes, that doesn't mean that the dads are not involved. And dads today, whether they're married or cohabiting or not cohabiting, they're more involved with their kids than any generation before. Unfortunately, we have a culture and a, and a court system that that does marginalize men in a really, really devastating way. And when those dads, especially the dads that are not married, and in most states in this country, they have to prove paternity. They have to go in for that blood test to prove they are dads before they can ever get a chance to see their kids if the mom is not into it. So we have a lot of education and a lot of we really have to start thinking about our culture in a very different way
1: because those numbers are so compelling. Right. Yeah. It it really is shocking. And and while we're at it, you know, I I keep hearing um, divorce rates are spiking because they're exposed. You know, the pandemic is exposing problems in relationships because people are spending more time together and real issues are, are given an outlet where they can erupt. Can you speak to the spiking divorce rate? Like, how, how bad has it really gotten? Uh, by one measure,
0: the interest in, like, the calls, let's say, to divorce lawyers and family courts is up by a third. Um, At the beginning of this year over the over last year, Um, you know, we'll see those numbers will solidify in the months and years to come. But, you know, look, we're all cooped up under these incredibly stressful times. Everybody's dealing with health crises and financial crises and just untold numbers of hours together, figuring out how to get those kids, you know, in the online school. And it does. It's really, um, and it's a, it's a tough situation because people have fewer resources, right? When it's a lot more expensive to have two homes than it is to have one home. So I think this is a, this is really a very unprecedented time in when it comes to
1: relationships. And is it, I mean, you'd imagine that it's much harder for single moms right now in the sense that if they're stuck homeschooling. And usually, it's fair to say, usually the mom is the one who has that responsibility. And they're also working and they don't have, you know, a partner right there to help them. There's mental hotlines right now for moms to call because, yes, as you said earlier, we are buckling under the pressure. We're buckling.
0: And single mothers, I mean, we can't gloss over the fact that single mothers overall um, are poorer. They have lower levels of education, um, lower incomes, and they're disproportionately because they're women. And because they tend to be women of color and lower education, they tend to be in the service industries and other jobs that were most vulnerable in COVID. So Jobs are being eliminated, and then we also have fewer financial resources in the beginning to pay for daycare if women can even find daycare, because as we know, the daycares and schools are all being closed um, over this past year. So these women, I mean, you talk about tough choices. If they have jobs at all, many of them quit, and they were low-paying jobs to start with with few savings in the bank or stable housing situations. So when we talk about how tough this is for women and moms, I mean, X that times five or 10 for single moms.
1: Oh my goodness. It's depressing. So that's what I, I I find interesting. So, and, and you're the expert on this, but I, you know, you're, you're fighting with your husband, things aren't working. So you say, we're going to, we're going to get divorced, but if there's no, if it's not an abusive relationship, for instance, if, if maybe you're just really unhappy dare i say should you stay together just to make it easier to get through this period in terms of sharing responsibilities and not having to have two separate residences and having another active person there to help the children
0: um i am look literally and this is not a cop out and i've been doing this work for 10 years now and i really just duck out of that that call like i'm very neutral and whether people should stay married or not. There's been countless numbers of, you know, government initiatives to save marriage and they've all failed. Yeah, um I know. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I have lots of reasons ideas why they have. I just you know, I kind of come at I come at it afterwards like, "Alright, you're a single mom, let's figure this out together," right? That's always the work that I've done. But to your point, I don't think it's I don't think we should dismiss your point at all. Um, you know, I we are point, right? I mean, I somewhat have
1: like it's you have a great point.
0: You have a fantastic point, and I don't right, I I it's it's practical too because it is, it's, and we don't know what's happening. I mean, I was just reading, uh, you know, an article in the journal is like, well, the economists are all over the map in terms of what they predict for the economy. I mean, maybe things are, you know, it's, it is just crazy times. And having that shared, I mean, look, all things come back to money. They really do. Uh, If you don't have financial resources, everything changes. And maybe you're feeling like you're okay right now. That six months might look very differently for your career, right? So yeah, like, you know, because
1: it's not like you know the job market is booming. You could just go out and get a better job, or even find another date. <laughs> We're all everyone's dating on their phones because you know the bars are closed or wherever you're going to meet somebody. Um, but you know, and then it, it it also looks at the arrangement that you do make. If 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 someone doesn't have the advice, if a woman does not have the advice that you're given, and a lot of them don't have that advice. They have these arrangements with their exes where the ex is supposed to pay child care and he doesn't and there's limited ways that you know, I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience, people that I know where well, they're not getting that money from
0: No.
1: no. He's no. he just he's not paying and that's it. I mean there's really they've tried but they're not getting it. There's, it's-
0: no, and statistically, child support is super broken. Only 40% of the child support that's ordered is actually paid. Interesting thing that came out of my survey, though, was that there's a direct correlation between the moms who have equal, equally shared parenting or more equality, right? We asked them, do they how much parenting time do they have? And it was either they had the kids 100% of the time, which was more than half, um, a, you know, like a minority time with the dads, like the, probably like in every other weekend type situation with the dads, or they had a true 50-50. So as you got more equal, right, that's when the income went up. But also as you got more equal, increased the likelihood that they were getting all of the child support that they were owed. And that is 100% consistent with all kinds of research, the more involved the dads are, you know, the more equality they have in that schedule, the more likely they are to pay. But also, I mean, I really this is going off another direction, but I really believe strongly that we really have to rethink child support altogether. Because if we are working, if we have equal time to work, why are we paying each other's rent?
1: Yeah, I've, I mean, Well, you're bringing everything into in the, into the modern era. The the you know the whole way a family is raised still to this day, it it has changed and it continues to change, but it's very old fashioned. It's
0: super old fashioned. And it really, really what I want, I mean, this I'm coming to you as like a card carrying feminist here. I really want moms to think about how much power we do have and not buy into this narrative that we're always the victim. Because when it comes to family court in most of this country, you walk moms walk into family court and say, I want the majority of time, you're probably gonna get it. And that's, that's sexism. Right. And that is sexism. And it really, I wanna point out that penalizes everybody. You think you're punishing your Kids' dad, maybe, maybe, listen, there's a lot of misunderstanding about the science about what's best for kids. And I think that's part of the work I do is really educating people about the ch- early childhood development, what really is best for kids. There's a lot of benign misunderstanding there. It's not all malicious people duking it out in family court. But, you know, it's, but we, if you go in there, look, all those old white male judges, they think that the mom should be with the babies. But what does that do? Then we are, stuck taking care of the kids. The dad's stuck out. They're not paying child support. That There's no equality there. And then we're, we're screwed, right? The moms are yet again doing it all. So yes, to your point, we need to really break it all down. But I really want moms to be stepping into the power that we de- do have, calling for equality in our parenting schedule, stepping into our power to work and earn, and uh, and, and our kids are going to thrive. I mean, that's the bottom line. This is really, really, really what is best for the children.
1: I love it, I love it, and we should end it there, Emma. (laughs) Thank you. Well said, groundbreaking research. And can you just tell us a little bit about um, your your blog and also your latest book? I believe you. What's your newest book?
0: Uh, it's, it's in the works, so we'll just skip that. But so, yeah, so, um, I, so for, for the last, uh, nine years I've, I've run wealthysinglemommy.com and recently I launched another site, moms for shared parenting, which is is only focused on equally shared parenting issues. Whereas wealthy single mommy is a general single mom site and my book. Yeah. I have a book with penguin called the kick-ass single mom.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I should have my friends talk to you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> you should have them call me <laughs> I have I've done one on one calls with people I the shared parenting stuff is it's 100% my activism there's no money to be made there like my business is a wealthy single mommy site but I really it's like I if I can convince one woman at a time to see the benefits of this this is how we're going to change the world
1: it's, and like, then people- it's a bad headline but when you, it, it is it, it's like a culturally bad headline to digest but once you get into the reasons why it's like oh duh
0: mm-hmm it is an Oda oh, but it, it the, it's an Oda oh, it's so common sense but it, we have to overcome so much conditioning and so much hardwired messaging to get there and we have to let go of so much you know it really is asking moms a lot to get on board with this but once we do the benefits are just infinite.
1: Emma have a great day. thank you so much. Thank you.